you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for LAist's new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We are where we eat. We'll go behind the scenes of LA restaurants. The kickoff event is May 22nd. Tickets at LAist.com slash events. LAist Studios. Today on the LA Report. A storm moving into the Southland will bring steady light rain and mountain snow as low as 5,000 feet. An Asian-American advocacy group points victims of anti-Asian hate incidents to a range of helpful resources. We knew we could not wait for the next tragedy to occur without addressing this gap. And LAist solves the ballot holes mystery. Good morning. It's Friday, March 1st. I'm Suzanne Watley, and you're listening to the L.A. Report from LAS 89.3. The National Weather Service predicts the latest storm system moving into the Southern California area will bring steady light rain today through Sunday. Forecasters say the bulk of it will fall between the late morning and early afternoon hours tomorrow, when the snow level will drop to around 6,000 feet. It's expected to drop to around 5,000 feet Sunday in the inland mountains. Higher elevations could get up to a foot of snow. Mountain communities can also expect some strong gusty winds. There's a winter storm watch for the San Gabriel Mountains beginning at 6 o'clock tonight and continuing until Sunday morning at 10. Similar watches will be in effect for the San Bernardino and Riverside County Mountains along with high wind watches. The State Department of Water Resources has conducted the third snow survey of the season at a key location in the High Sierra. The manual measurement recorded 47.5 inches of snow depth with a snow water equivalent of 18 inches. That's 77 percent of average at Phillips Station. The statewide snowpack percentage of 80 percent will rise with this weekend storm. Cal State L.A. recently notified people on campus that they may have been exposed to asbestos in one of its buildings. L.A.'s higher education correspondent Adolfo Guzman-Lopez reports some students and employees protested yesterday, calling for better communication. The protesters rallied outside Martin Luther King Hall, built in 1962. Joe Grayson's worked in the building for almost three years. She learned she had cancer less than a year into her job. She can't say that being there caused the cancer, but she's very worried for employees who've worked there longer. We don't know what's going on in terms of the levels of toxins that have been found and exact locations. The university said recent tests also show the presence of mold and that staff are working to find the cause. I'm Adolfo Guzman Lopez. Independent expenditure committees are spending more than a million dollars to help re-elect Los Angeles City Council member John Lee in the San Fernando Valley. LAist Civics and Democracy correspondent Frank Stoltz says some of City Hall's biggest players are backing the incumbent. 
They include the labor unions that represent L.A. police officers, firefighters, and Department of Water and Power workers, the L.A. Area Chamber of Commerce, and the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. Business interests say Lee has been a great partner. The spending comes despite allegations Lee violated city ethics rules by taking illegal gifts from developers, charges Lee denies. Lee faces just one challenger in the race, former City Ethics Commissioner Chair Serena Oberstein. If you are filling your mail-in ballot out for Tuesday's election, you may notice the envelope has a couple of holes in it. A reader wrote to LAist asking, does the hole in the mail-in ballot have a see-through function? Well, our civics and engagement producer, Brianna Lee, came up with an answer. The holes on your ballot envelope have two purposes. Number one, they help visually impaired people find the signature line so that they can sign their envelope in private. Number two, when election workers tally up the votes, the holes help them confirm that the envelopes don't still have ballots inside. These holes have been part of the envelope design for a long time now, and rest assured, they are not meant for anybody to be able to see your votes inside. For LAS 89.3, I'm Brianna Lee. If you have more questions about voting in the March 5th election, ask us at laist.com slash vote, and that's where you can also get more election information on the candidates and issues. Coming up, how to keep your Camaro from falling into the hands of thieves with key cloning devices. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theatre Company at the Los Angeles Theatre Center, presenting the world premiere of Ghost Waltz by Oliver Mayer, a bold original recovery of Juventino Rosas, one of Mexico's most significant composers. Follow Rosas from his father's early death to his friendship with ragtime genius Scott Joplin, now on stage through June 2nd. Tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Support for LAist comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies, held on select Fridays in May. Each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Buñuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on four consecutive Fridays starting May 10th. More information at nortonsimon.org. Back now to the L.A. report. Los Angeles police warn Camaro owners that there's been a huge spike in thefts of those newer model Chevys. The LAPD says thieves are using key cloning devices that are about the size of a cell phone to pick up the signal of a key fob nearby, which the device then clones. Police advise Camaro owners to keep their fob in a security case or wrapped in aluminum foil to prevent the signals from being picked up by thieves. A group of teens from South L.A. did not have robotics classes in school, so they created a team of their own at Bell Tech Center. That's a resource for low-income residents who don't have broadband access at home. Twelve-year-old Hazel Victoria is the youngest member of the Cybernauts. They built and programmed a robot called Jeffrey from scratch, and last weekend they competed against the region's top teams. It's my first robotics competition, and I'm very excited. Team member Elizabeth Torcios said they were knocked out at the semifinal. We all did try our best and gave it our all. Just building the robot despite having even just limited resources. They did win a Judge's Choice Award, though, for unique and outstanding efforts. for listening to the LA Report. You can read more news at LAist.com or listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. 
The AM edition is hosted and produced by me, Suzanne Watley, with assistance from producer Tyler Wayne. Our engineer is Federico Garcia Rodriguez. Catherine Mailhouse is the director of content development. LAist's executive editor is Megan Garvey. Original music by Scott Kelly. Check back here at 4 for the PM edition. Listeners like you help make the LA Report possible. Please donate at laist.com join. And the LA Report is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. The LAist Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAist.com sweeps.